0: You are listening to Sermon Snippets with Max Taylor, where we exposit God's Word and apply its instruction to our everyday lives. As we study God's Word, we are learning truth that corrects our thinking, meets our needs, and teaches us more about Christ. Here's your host, Max Taylor. Wow, Daniel chapter 9, this prophecy that we have been building up to up until this point, we are finally going to get into it and see. What it is saying, just barely scratching the surface, and if you remember from last week, we kind of touched on and really tried to point to the theme of this prophecy, because just as in any prophecy and in any passage of scripture, it's important to pinpoint what is the focus, what is the point of it and And we looked at the Messiah, and he is really what this prophecy is all about, and you could say that. Of all of Scripture, of every verse, every book, every chapter, the ultimate picture is Christ Himself. He is the theme of all of Scripture. So we're gonna look at just the the first two and a half verses, if you will, of this four-verse revelation that is all having to do with Christ. Really, when I view Daniel chapter 9, I think of it as almost multiple prophecies because there's so many things being discussed here and it's pointing to so many different historical uh, points in time. So we're going to get into the beginning of this prophecy and it is really all about Christ, what we're going to look at today especially. So let's begin, if you have your Bible there, by looking at Daniel chapter 9, starting in verse 24, and we'll read all the way through verse 26 um, even though we will we will only be getting to the first part of verse 26 and the bible says 70 weeks are determined upon thy people and upon thy holy city to finish the transgression and to make an end of sins and to make reconciliation for iniquity and to bring in everlasting righteousness and to seal up the vision and prophecy and to anoint the most holy Know therefore and understand that from the going forth of the commandment to restore and to build Jerusalem unto the Messiah, the prince shall be seventy weeks and threescore and two weeks. The street shall be built again and the wall even in troublous times. Verse 26, And after threescore and two weeks shall Messiah be cut off, but not for himself and the people of the prince that shall come, shall destroy the city and the sanctuary and the end thereof shall be with a flood and at the end of the war desolations are determined we'll stop there now it's so difficult to jump into especially a prophecy in the old testament and just try to just you know hit the ground running and just pick up from scratch and just try to you know start throwing different uh, meanings on these different uh, symbols and these pictures and types and just to start explaining it away. It's very difficult to do that and stay faithful to the text of Scripture. What we really have to have is a, a pretty well-rounded understanding of the Old Testament as a whole to kind of wrap our minds around Old Testament chronology, the events that are happening in this point in uh, the history of, of the Jewish people, and how God has worked up to this point. So I'm gonna to try to sum that up a little bit in this episode, but I do want to take a moment and give you a, a plug to an invaluable resource, and that is the chronology of the Old Testament. It's sitting right here beside me. It's a hardcover book by Floyd Nolan Jones. It's bluish. And it has like a gold kind of ribbon going across the center on the front cover. And if you do get this resource, which I do highly recommend, you can get it on, you can you can buy it on Amazon, but you can actually go over to his website and you can get it for free. You can just download the PDF of it, which is great. If you do buy it on Amazon, I recommend that you get the classic color edition not whatever the other edition is. I forget what it's called, but get the classic color edition. But anyways, Floyd Nolan Jones is one of the the best, uh, well-studied, most scholarly writers on biblical, particularly Old Testament chronology out there. You will not find a better resource for chronology, or at least I haven't, and I've compared several of them. Um, so his work, particularly his chart number 10, if you get into his his book and his charts, chart number 10, great resource to kind of, I would recommend starting with chart number one and then you kind of work your way through. And that that's kind of what we have to do in this prophecy because he starts out by saying, we're going to skip verse 24 for the most part because we're going to come back to that a little bit later. But what we need to remember from verse 24 for now is just that 70 weeks are determined upon the, he says, "Thy people, which is the the children of Israel, the Jewish people." So that's seventy years, and in this prophecy, a year, or a prophetic year, represents, uh, or or a week. Seventy weeks are determined. A week is a period of seven years. Um, so that is kind of uh, unique to this prophecy. A little bit there's a couple other instances where something similar is um, symbolized but uh, just remember that a, a week a prophetic week is a seven year period of time in Daniel chapter 9 so verse 25 he says No and understand that from the going forth of the commandment to restore and to build Jerusalem unto the Messiah the prince shall be seven weeks now we have to pause and kind of back up and ask ourselves, why is there a command to build Jerusalem? I mean, isn't Israel already established as a nation? God has led his people to the promised land. And the truth is that Israel, because of their repeated disobedience, because they rebelled against God, they forsook the Lord their God, they were judged, they were punished, and that happened in phases Um, Northern Israel was split and divided from southern Israel. The northern kingdom went into captivity first. Then the southern kingdom was conquered by Babylon in stages. Um, So there was different periods where the Jewish people were exported, really, from their their homeland. And uh, that deportation took place across the span of several years. So, when the Bible talks about a seventy year period of judgment, there's actually four in the Old Testament. This is where Floyd Nolan Jones is a great resource. There's seventy years of removal from the land, which actually began when the at the time when Daniel was exported, and it ends at Cyrus's decree, where the Jewish people were allowed to return to Israel. Then there's the seventy years of captivity. That began in 597 B.C. That was basically what marked the beginning of that was Jeconiah's uh, captivity. When he was taken into captivity in, seven, or in 597 B.C., that started 70 years of captivity, which ended in 527 B.C. So that's, that's a 70-year period that's a little bit after the years of removal. The third period of time was the 70 years of indignation. Um, and that started when Zedekiah rebelled in 589 BC, you know, a little bit later. And it ended when the temple construction was restored. So the temple, as as the people came back during Cyrus' decree, uh, they began to rebuild the temple. Then it was paused. And then when that temple rebuilding was restored, when it picked back up, when it was continued the construction that was in 520 BC, that was the end of the judgment period called the years of indignation. The last period of 70 years is called desolation. And that means there was no temple. Um, So that's significant. That began in 586 BC, very familiar. That's when the temple was destroyed by Babylon. That was the kind of the last stint of their conquering of Jerusalem, of Judah, the southern kingdom. And so this 70-year period went all the way until the time when the temple was actually completed in the year 516 BC. So it's not quite as cut and dry as just saying there were 70 years of captivity. It kind of begins uh, in different times and kind of depends on where you end, you know, where you're charting those 70 years. So there's four distinct periods of judgment that each lasted 70 years. But God says here, he wants his people, the Jews, to know and to understand that from the going forth of the commandment to restore and build Jerusalem unto the Messiah, the prince shall be seven weeks. Now, this decree has been the subject of a lot of debates, and uh, I'm going to end up throwing this book under the bus sooner or later, so I might as well do this now. Um, The Coming Prince by Sir Robert Anderson, I will say I'm kind of split because there is a lot of material, a lot of information in that book that is an excellent resource, that is very devotional, that was very stirring and challenging to me when I was reading it. But as far as a chronological resource, uh, Sir Robert Anderson gets a lot of things wrong, even just the starting point of how long a prophetic year is. I disagree with and then of course the decree that he chooses as his starting point i i take issue with a lot of his counting method there's just a lot of errors in that and that's not not just me that's been studied and kind of refuted by others as well but um the point being there are four possibilities of what decree god is referring to here um there's some early early ones such as uh 536 B.C., 520 B.C., uh, when there was a decree to return to to Jerusalem, uh, the decree to complete the temple. Neither one of those really fits, though, with the time frame uh, that we're given. So really, the two options are the decree to beautify the temple. That would be the third decree. That's a possibility. That would be uh, beginning in 458 B.C., approximately. And the fourth possible decree, which is to beautify Jerusalem, and the wall around Jerusalem. Now that decree is unique because the wall is part of it. Um, And really you could go back and forth between these two decrees, but I want to read this verse again. It says, know therefore and understand that from the, that uh, from the going forth of the commandment to restore and build Jerusalem unto the Messiah, the Prince shall be seven weeks and three score and two weeks. So the total there is given as, Uh, seven weeks and 62 weeks, so that's 69 weeks, which is 483 years, okay? Now, if we take the third decree, the decree that just said to go back and beautify the temple, that began in 458 BC, if we take the time frame that's given to us, 483 years, that takes us all the way up to 26 AD, which is very significant because that is actually The year that Christ began his earthly ministry, fascinating, and I don't have time to go into the whole chronology of when Christ was born, when he was crucified, all that. But twenty six A.D. that's the beginning of his ministry. But it says, um, uh, it says to restore, rebuild the temple, and three score and two weeks the street shall be built again, and the wall even in troublous times. That's referring to the fourth decree which would have been 454 BC, four years later. And if you follow that one through, that that lands you at 30 AD, which is actually the year that Christ was crucified. So I would make an argument, without uh, going any more in depth than we have today, since we're pretty much out of time. I would make the argument that God's timing is perfect, and that he gave both of these decrees to point to the start of Christ's ministry as well as the culmination of his ministry, Uh, his death on the cross. That is, after all, the purpose of this prophecy in Daniel that we're looking at. So hopefully that'll help to kind of demystify at least this first uh, timetable, this first uh, timeline given in Daniel chapter 9. We'll continue. We'll pick up right here in that same verse next week. Thank you for listening to Sermon Snippets. If this Bible study is a help to you, consider downloading the weekly episodes or sharing this podcast with a friend. Until next time, remember that God's Word is perfect, and it's everything you need to live for Him.